This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Put that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead With company worth keeping That'll bash a smile on your head Come on in, the door's open You'll find just the finest folks here Pull up a chair, grab a drink And lend our stories your ear Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern Here you're always welcome The talk, talk, talk the tavern Promising beer and bedlam The talk, talk, talk the tavern Music, medicine, then some to talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Welcome to the tavern. We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment. Just want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor, and in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear, and we laugh at things we probably shouldn't, but we do it together. For those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. Okay, thank you, Cogsley. That's enough out of you. Oh my god, what did you give him? Yeah, Cogsley, okay. Um, so, uh, let's go to introduce yourselves here. I am uh, Travis Sivart, author of incredible series such as Silver and Smith that released on July 1st. I didn't bring something to stir my drink with. I think I can reach you back there when I get you guys to introduce yourself. I am enjoying a rum and coke tonight, and in this beautiful freehand pipe, some Cornell and Deal Dark Cherry Cavendish is up with a beautiful African, uh, I forgot what kind of wood it is. I know it's African. Olive wood. It's olive wood. It is made by a South African carver. Uh Okay, that's what I'm enjoying tonight. Let's pass this on to the delightful hostess of the house. Andrea, would you take it away and pass it on when you're done? Oh, hi, everybody. Andrea LaChat here. So my advice is tonight, knitting, new project, yay me. Um, I have some Southern-style sweet tea I made myself and goldfish, the, smile, uh, the snack that smiles back. How about you, Crystal? I am drinking Bloom Gin, which is a jasmine and rose flavored gin with uh, 
mixture of a sunrise energy drink the monster sunrise it's got like a citrusy kind of flavor so very sweet and fruity and will fuck you up real fast and hey, i have like my me. red gummy bear hookah <laughs> man that gin would totally kill andrea she's allergic to floral. that's why i'm not drinking it yeah and you're like it's got oh you know God. like rose tip and and butterfly bums and well, it, so we won't make out after this show. Sorry, Crystal. Damn it! I am willing to bet Ed and I are more disappointed than you two. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... I could stay up that. late for that. <laughs> By stay up, he doesn't mean awake. Mm. Go on, Ed. Who are you? What are you doing in here? Oh, oh yeah, I, I'm Ed. I'm, I'm staying up late, and I'm drinking... Uh, John J. Bowman's bourbon. Which one? Or is that just the John J. John J. I think I was drinking Bowman Brothers yesterday. Uh, I gotta get it in front of my face. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> John J. Okay. Goes. Hmm. John John says, "Uh, we made our own four four lokers." Yeah. Wait. The the like. Alcoholic energy drink? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I, I caught up. I am so spacey today. I'm just Here like, you are. Oh, I'm totally not catching anything. Just, like, explain all the things to me. It's one of those days. Okay, let's get a toast here. Uh, now, our, our topic, which I don't think we mentioned, we'll get into this in just a moment, is uh, what makes you feel beautiful. And we're going to pass it to Ed after our toast here so he can kind of explain this concept of what we're looking at here. So, uh, let's, uh, I, I don't even have this sound. I was hoping I had the uh, sound clip for You Are So Beautiful. Instead, we got this. Oh, my God, we can't let him. No, I, he is drunk. You are so beautiful. Go home, Coxley. Go on, Ed. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, Ed's done. Ed's done. Like a man, it only lasted four seconds. Okay, well, here's the beauty in all its forms. Beauty. Now, hold on. I got to nudge Coxley and see what kind of quote he throws out here. I am so curious. Um. Okay, well, this is a quote from <clears throat> some author. It is the story and characters that matter. Anyone can read the rules. Only special people can bring the dream of a world to life in another's imagination. Ooh, very good, Travis. Well, thank you. Thank you. I read it well. Um, okay. I'll, I'll drink to that. Yeah, that's right. We get to drink to these things. I forget. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe I, maybe I should. Maybe I should have started at work before I left. Then I'd be normal by now. Okay. So tonight's topic, Ed, why don't you uh, give the concept here of what you're working with, what what brought this to mind and inspired it? What are you working with, Ed? Um, yeah. Bourbon. <laughs> bourbon. Oh, it's oh, simple what it says. What makes you feel beautiful? Is it something, a ritual you perform, something you wear, something somebody says? Uh, yeah, that's simple. What makes you feel beautiful? And also, and we'll come to that later probably, um, 
when you feel beautiful, does it make you feel even better when somebody validates it by saying, damn, you look good, dude. You know, so Travis, what makes you feel beautiful? Making people smile. Andrea. <laughs> Making Ooh. people smile, bringing them a little bit of joy because it's instant validation uh, for what I'm doing. <clears throat> and, and that makes me feel good. Uh, I know what I look like physically, and I'm not saying it's bad, but I, I know what the modern American standard of beauty is, and I am not necessarily on that rung of that specific ladder. Matter of fact, I'm more like on a step stool in a back room somewhere. But when it comes to feeling beautiful, it doesn't have to be a physical beauty, at least not for me. So other than that, I wear uniforms in my own way. Like sexy and, uniforms? Well, like this shirt with the shorts or the 1950s retro shirts that I'm always wearing, that kind of stuff. Those kind of uniforms. Mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. I enjoy how I feel in them. I enjoy how I look. I wear the hats to go with it. So these... Uh... And by the way, John says, feel good or feel aesthetically pleasing to yourself. And I think it goes across the board. And the answer is yes to all that. So what about you, Crystal? Baseline, what makes you feel beautiful? Um, for the aesthetic thing, getting my hair freshly dyed, especially if it's a color that I haven't done in a while. I always feel a little extra sassy when I've just had my hair done. Um, and also fake eyelashes because my eyelashes are blonde and you cannot see them and they're not even that impressive when I put mascara on so eyelashes are a big deal I have eyelashes are like the nipples of the face I have a story about eyelashes from work today and yes they are that's a great quote Andrea is appreciating it three times already <laughs> it's really rough when you have that third eyelash though always awkward <laughs> Meaning that little weird whisker that comes up once every six months that I need to pluck out? <laughs> no, this is called a handlebar mustache. Can you quit harping on it? <laughs> My eyelash had migrated south. <laughs> so, uh, no, there was a young lady that came in today. And a very attractive young uh, black lady with beautiful long braids. But she had eyelashes that had to be an inch long. And she was very nice, and we actually had to send her away, make her get something, and come back. And she was super nice and chill and laughed along with us and didn't get pissed and appreciated what we did to help her. So after a few minutes, I ended up making fun of her eyelashes. You know, it's um, I, I took her photo. I'm like, okay, flap your eyes and let your eyelashes fly you back over here. And she's like, it's so true. I was in the car. And... and I had my, she likes black and milds, and her boyfriend was vaping, so they had the windows down, and she's like, yeah, this one eyelash was all like, like The windows down with your fake eyelashes on? Oh my I, god, that's, yeah. Dangerous. I feel danger, that. Danger, danger, danger war, I would say. Which should be clear, nipples almost never do that, except in really high winds. Please, <laughs> no. Here you know we what? are in Hurricane what? Katrina, and the nipples are flying, folks. 
my god. Okay. You were saying, what else makes you feel beautiful besides eyelid nipples? Um, well, okay, so the hair and the eyelashes are my main aesthetic things. Um, when I've been eating healthy for a little while, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't necessarily show a lot of differences that you can see, I feel like my skin is looking better. I'm not a bloated, uh, sad sack, <laughs> and I just feel good and energetic. When I have high energy and I feel like I'm being healthy, I feel better about myself. Anybody ever watch Ren and Stimpy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember season one? The only good season, really, to be honest. There's a time they're on a space station, and uh, yeah, Ren is smacking the crap out of Stimpy and saying, You bloated sack of protoplasm! I thought of that when you said feeling like a bloated sack. Andrea? I need to put check on my kid really quick. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> That's code for, for me. Uh, well, go, <laughs> go ahead. So going along with what Crystal said about eating well for a few days and you, you feel it. I'm so bad about drinking water. But mm. those days that I am drinking a lot of water, oh, yes. It's glorious. I feel wonderful and pretty and all the good things. So that's one. Another mm. one, which I can do now because my job is not horrible retail where I'm tearing up my hands. I did my nails. <laughs> Simple thing. It makes me feel nice and, you know... <laughs> I'm sorry. John and I are trading Ren and Stimpy quotes. And he just put the one I always say to you, Andrea. No, sir. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. So That's what about worst what about you, Ed? What makes you feel beautiful? Um, much like you, um, you said uniform, which uh um, I've pretty much worn a uniform of some kind since I was 12 years old. So whether it was in scouting or military or now wearing a uniform for work as a security officer, I feel good about myself when I'm in uniform. I, I, I have been calm, had received comments on it. So, yeah, I feel good when I'm in uniform, among other things. <laughs> Let's hear more about those in a moment. But Marlene says, yeah, having my nails in order also works for me. And, uh, yeah, and then we'll continue with the Ren and Stimpy quotes behind the scenes. Um, something we didn't announce in the, in the, before we got into the topic is for anybody listening. Hi, Slepner, how are you? For anybody listening to the podcast after the fact, we do record it live in a, um, live stream. So we are replying to chatters and viewers, and this sound means Travis wants to read a comment from the chat. Uh-oh, Andrea made that sour face like she hit a lemon there. Was that too loud? I hear it in stereo. And that's right, she hears it through the wall. <laughs> See, that, that's a fair point. Marlene says, uniforming guys is like heels for women, makes the posture better, True. et cetera. 
yeah, there True. are certain outfits you wear that just makes you naturally pull yourself up. John, give us a second. Let Crystal get back before we jump on to that. We're going to milk this part mm -hmm. of it up. Speak of... There she is. The demon herself <laughs> there. Hello, Jewel. Good to see you. Hey, Jewel. So, John has asked, let's address the other part of it. The outsider compliments. Providing validity, something that is the only time folks feel beautiful. I'm sorry. Sometimes that is the only time some folks feel beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that is a fair point because a lot of people never feel pretty on their own. They never feel right. good about themselves without somebody else telling them they can't. Mm -hmm. So we go a step further. Some people can't even take compliments from their significant other or someone who sees them every day because it's like, well, you love me for the inside. So you don't see the ugly that everybody else sees, you know? Mm. Wait, isn't that what I said earlier when I was talking about, you know, me on the step stool in the back room. Yeah. Sorry. That's what you were saying. No, it's a fair point. We heard though. it. We ignored it. It's a fair point because <laughs> a lot of people helps or hate self-depreciating comments. Now I do feel self-depreciating humor is different from self-depreciating comments. Right. And hopefully that was humor as opposed to just me genuinely, because I know that I'm awesome. See, Marlene just said I look cute in a dress. Oh, wait, let me read the whole comment. If it works for you, there's no shame to put on that cute dress and walk the nearby construction site for the hollers. <laughs> That's a long walk. <laughs> Jules says I use the line from Amy. Go ahead, Ed. Got a story with that because you know I I'm a kilt wearer mm -hmm. probably 25 to 50 percent of the time. When my wife and I got together, I took her to my bank to put her on my account and so forth and so on. She went inside before I did. I was headed to the breezeway where the ATM machine was to get some money. We're in a kilt, of course. Wind caught me. Kilt went up. I went on in, didn't pay any attention to it, doing my thing. I walked in, she's standing at the counter. There's two sisters behind the counter. They've been talking about, you see that black guy in the kilt? They just flew all over the place. He's showing his ass. Didn't bother him one bit. I learned this later, okay? And I walk up to her, and she's like, oh, hey, you're here. You, you know, do our thing. And they got this look on their face like, the bitch, she just set us up. She joined in on that conversation and didn't tell us he was with her. <laughs> that's that, great. That's a nice role reversal right there. Mm -hmm. Because something which probably for the better we can't do anymore, it's not comfortable for guys any longer to go, hey, check her out. Unless if you're with a friend who can understand you're appreciating without being creepy you say it to a stranger now whereas guys used to bond over the ogling like creepy ogling and by the way john day here says i know we we still do but now we we do it much more politely much more victorian we're heading back for the victorian era folks mark my words there'll be white gloves because of covid and polite manners because you're terrified of being <laughs> dragged down into the screen and beat down with a social media tablet um the John Day says, right, bad self-worth or image can ruin even an objective perception that is positive from a stranger or even a close personal relationship. 
So let's address that self-image, that issue with taking compliments or only finding validity through people slathering praise on someone instead of self-worth. The only worth you have is given to you by others. Who's got some thoughts? What was the question? <laughs> why, don't, why don't you ever listen to what I say? That's a question. I think he was, <clears throat> he was talking about um, that your, your own self-image and your self-worth, um, whether even, even if you're getting a, <laughs> even if you're getting a compliment from a stranger or someone close to you, some people uh, can't really accept a compliment from either a stranger or a person that's close to them uh, because they have this bad image of themselves. Uh, and also, adding, yeah. adding to and that, to give, you, to give you more to talk about, or some people who have no self-worth but only find validation through other people slathering the praise on them. Go ahead, Andrea. Which, which can be draining. Um, I was in a relationship with someone some one time that uh, she, she expected that slathering of you look beautiful, you look pretty all, all the time. And it, it was draining because you say it, she wanted to hear it, you say it. And, and then she doesn't believe it. Right. <laughs> mm. See, that's the nice thing about Andrea is if I tell her she looks good. She totally buys a hook, line and sinker. Because I don't say it every don't second of every day. So when I do say it, she knows I fucking mean it. But also one thing that I appreciate, which a lot of women do not, if something doesn't look right, he's going to tell me. Oh, yeah. We have that I had some friends and we were getting ready to go to a party and um, my husband and her husband were telling her that her dress was nice. It looks nice. It looks nice. No, it's not too slutty. You look beautiful. It's fine. And she's like, I don't believe you. But I came out and I was like, and I may be the least objective person to ask if an outfit is too slutty because I'm probably a little more liberal than the average bear. <laughs> And I was like, no, if ever there was a day to wear this dress, today's the day to wear that dress. And she was like, okay. So some people get more validation when another woman says it. Some people will get more validation when a man says it. Some people feel more validated by strangers. It's just different, different people um, have different needs when it comes to validation. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's all about what, how you feel about yourself. So. And I think that was kind of going back to what John was saying, was that it, it all ends up trailing back to uh, how you feel, feel about yourself in mm -hmm. the end. It does. Sure. But I, I well, think... I know. Go ahead. No, no, go on, Andrea. With me, very hard for me to take a compliment. It's a struggle. So instead of making an excuse or something... I try to be conscious of it and say, thank you. That's really hard. Because it's, it's you're, when, when you don't accept a compliment and you're like, oh, no, you, you know, it is like 
returning a gift that someone gives you. Oh, you yeah. know, they're giving you a gift by putting forth the energy and the effort to tell you that you look nice or that your hair looks nice or your ass looks good in those jeans or whatever the case may be. Mm. And when you refuse that compliment, you're deflating that thing that they did. So that makes them, you know, feel a little bit bad too, when you don't accept compliments. To, to build on what you just said, Jewel says, do these black tacticals make my ass look big? Yes, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all I had to add. That's all Ed wanted to say on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and no, I Oh, yeah, butters when he was in the Navy. Oh, I liked that one. Mm-hmm. Good job. No, go on, Ed. Um, yeah, validation. I never really thought of it as being really, really, really important because I, I dress for me. I do feel good when I wear certain things. Like I said, when I'm in uniform, when we used to do reenactment, I, I, I felt good when we're dressing up in the various costumes and so forth and so on. But one day, I actually had a woman look at me and say. You're beautiful. I've never had a woman to tell me I'm beautiful before. I melted, man. It was great. I got the shakes <laughs> and every damn thing. <laughs> I do find that men are so so gracious when you pay them a compliment, especially if it's a man that you don't know or a man that is not in your immediate circle. They don't know how to handle it. They're just so mm-hmm. take it aback. You may as well have just punched them in the face. They have no idea. <laughs> I make a practice of complimenting people, men and women, but on what's important to them. So, for example, I will notice nails on a woman, and I will comment on mm. nails on a woman, or like the you know eyelashes. Once I was kidding with this woman earlier, it was enough to you know comment on that. <clears throat> With men, especially younger men, commenting on their sneakers. Nice pair mm-hmm. of shoes, dude. Yeah, they roll with that really well. Mind you, at work, I almost never tell another dude, your ass looks great in those jeans. Do a little spin for me. Oh, yeah, that's good. No, almost never. He only does that on the street. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> It's, let's read some comments here. We're going to move. I on. saw a man with acrylic nails that had really mm-hmm. nice nails. I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. Because they, they were really rad looking. They were sparkly and had this galaxy kind of nebula look to them. And I, it was, it was just like a very brief compliment because we were in line together. And I swear he looked like he was going to cry. Actually, I shouldn't assume his gender. I don't know. But once in a while, a compliment can turn somebody's entire day around. You don't even know. Yeah. Okay, now I'm making comments. So Marlene says, definitely need to learn to celebrate one's own successes. That works on all fronts. Maybe hard to say, oh, I am pretty. But one easier to say, oh, I did good at something. It's a start. And we'll comment on that and, and talk about that in a moment. First, I want to get John's... John's comments out of the way here. John says, uh, according to be complimented by other men, he says, you get used to it, shrug, or I do. Pardon me, pardon me, sir, but if I do say so, that's a jolly good moose knuckle you've got there. It's, uh, yeah, except I live in the South. Jesus, John. (laughs) So they pull out, like, the pig knuckle going, hey, boy, that ain't no moose knuckle. That's a pig knuckle. 
You want one? I got you one in my <laughs> got an extra one in my overall pocket. <laughs> and then he pulls out his penis. And it's pickled too. <laughs> okay, back to, let, let's really go back to Marlene's comment here about celebrate one's own successes. And if you can't say I look good, then say I did something well. Thoughts on that, Andrea? I, I think that is a, a good thing to start with because I know a lot of people that can't say anything nice about how they look at all. It's like, mm. it's horrible. I don't even want to be around that. So I think that would probably be a good starting point for them. Daily or twice and a And I day. wonder too, how yeah. much of that is... Uh, Oh, sorry. No, no. I wonder how much of that is how they grew up. If they were being told, yes. uh, you know, not to be full of yourself or anytime they felt good about something, they got told uh, that they were being vain or um, that that was an unattractive quality. I think a lot of us grew up thinking that being humble was uh, more attractive. And even if we do think something good about ourselves, we have to immediately think about something bad about ourselves and draw attention to that. Because if we're not humble, then that makes us automatically more unattractive, even if we do look good on the outside. So I have a little bit of a story. This was years ago, I guess when I was in my 30s. And I was saying nice things. Someone said something nice about me. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I'm awesome. And they're like, well, that's conceited. I'm like, no. That's not being conceited. That's being confident. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people think it's like vanity or being conceited when you're praising yourself. It shouldn't be that way. No. no. Um, go on, it. And more. Go ahead, John. Um, and not just the way some people grow up, but also past relationships experiences some people are in. I, I, I knew a woman. She she was absolutely, absolutely gorgeous she had been in a marriage where her husband told her different for 15 years so she didn't believe she was absolutely positively gorgeous so much so when i used to work for the leather company i wanted her to model for me because she was tall full figure would have looked great in the renaissance and period costume and she's like model for you are you kidding me i'm like it's like no you're not you're Baby, come on over here to the dark side to a man that can treat you right, okay? You are gorgeous, but she didn't believe it and still doesn't believe it to this day, and she's still absolutely positively gorgeous. Aww. See? And it flips both ways, too. I knew a man that was in a relationship like that. Oh, my God, that's mm -hmm. abusive. It is absolutely, like, psychological abuse. This, I had a crush on him for years. He was just this tall, probably six-foot-tall, this holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday.
Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Washable, very thin. You know, he kind of—he was kind of a skinny guy, and his first real girlfriend. He was probably nineteen or twenty when he finally started dating because he was so shy in the first place. And she was constantly talking about, "Ew, you're so you're so skinny. Go eat a sandwich and just just belittling him and making him feel bad about." Why himself. be with someone if you don't think they're beautiful? I I don't understand. And why is that person with you if they don't? It was honestly because she had self-esteem issues and she thought by making him feel bad about himself, he wouldn't realize that Mm. he was dating down, which he was. But I think that that's, you know, that's a lot of it. Andrea had a group of friends that would mock her for being too skinny because they were all, you know, full-figured women and everything. And they would put her down for being too skinny. And, And that was difficult for her you can't what's it andrew you can't help it sometimes you it's you, body chemistry everybody's is different right and as for me and, and the man, I have I love them all. girls that were real thin and they were gorgeous just runway model and they were self-conscious about being too thin and not having curves and then mm-hmm. there's girls that are more full-figured and they have beautiful soft curves and they're self-conscious about having a big tummy or being tall or having big feet or whatever the case is and it's like man we're all just we're all just down on ourselves and we really need to learn that beauty can exist on a wide variety of different Amen, sister oh excuse me sister <laughs> i think a lot of it has to do with uh what young people see in the media growing up and they're told you have to be this or you are not worth anything. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible. Now, flipping and back. It's funny because it. Go ahead. Flipping mm-hmm. back to the compliment thing. I grew up mm-hmm. unable to take a compliment and I was given compliments. I mean, usually unrelated, I was ignored. But when things were said, they were definitely not derogatory. But it's in my nature to reflect, deflect, and and move it to something else. It's just in my nature, which, by the way, tends to be mm-hmm. a European trait, whereas Americans are not necessarily that way. And Marlene actually commented on that. If I can flip up and read some comments also. Um, Marlene says, also cultural. In Germany, no one would comment on a stranger's outfit, hair, mm-hmm. etc. was very new to me when I came to America, and people make would make compliments or comments like that to strangers. Um, Jewel says, I try to compliment mm-hmm. people. I like your hair, dress, socks, etc. And it's different for every person. Learn that and substitute teacher training. Make each kid feel special, but not in the way that puts you in prison. Um, here at work, we're not allowed to call residents honey, dear, sugar, motherfucker, or any of that stuff. So I say hello, handsome, and hello, pretty. I may add some comments into other people's comments. I don't and then last comment, uh, John says, confidence and arrogance cous- are, sorry, the, are cousins. They will always be close. So it's 
careful not to let the balance tip from one to the other. For example, I once won second place in a modesty contest, which in this case is better than first place because who really wants to win? What's the point in that? That's fair. <laughs> but that's something else that's Andrea fair. mentioned because there's times where as humble as I am, as much as I deflect comments, if I know I'm good at something, I am not bragging. And I've had people go, well, that's really arrogant or that's bragging. And I'm like, no, that's the fucking truth. This is black and white fact. I am good at this. I'm not bragging. I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm just saying I have an ability to do this thing. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I do have a style. I do have a presence. And I know that. But it doesn't mean I'm better than you. It just means, look, I got a thing. Do you feel like being in the professional world or in the job force in general, do you feel like that that was something that empowered you in that way? Because for me, when I first got a job, when I was 16, I got my work permit, which was hard because I had a learning disability and I had to get straight A's in order to get a learning permit or not a learning permit, a work permit when I was 16. And I had to go to this special class about how to apply for a job and how to interview. And I was really uncomfortable at first saying the things that I was good at. I'm really fast at typing. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. very punctual or I, I am a hard worker and having to force myself to get through job interviews by saying good things about myself. I think that that made me a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question at the beginning and I've lost the question after everything oh, you said sorry, afterwards because I was listening. So repeat the question. Like being in the workforce, do you feel like being in the workforce uh, empowered you to be able to say good things about yourself? No, I still have problems. That's why you're a street team captain for my book launch. Mm. Mm. It's a true fucking story. I, I, I I'm go ahead. I'm the same. I'm terrible at selling myself. I cannot sell myself, and I, I'm terrible at receiving compliments. Thank you is all I can really give when I get a compliment. Thank you. Whatever. <laughs> Husband is like that too. I will like gaze into his eyes and just be like, "God damn, you are so gorgeous," and he's like, "Thanks, I guess." He's not graceful at accepting compliments at all. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, thank yeah. you. Sorry, the cat was like just Where'd scratching up the door to get into the executive washroom there. It's uh, so sorry if I missed anything. John did say, you seem like a decent guy, even if your background is offensive and possibly even dangerous to people with epilepsy. And for anybody listening to the podcast, it's because I have lights on the wall behind me dancing. <laughs> you can't kowtow to all that. You've made something interesting here. Kudos. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. But I'll tell you a real trick of this. And this is the magic of deflecting that comment coming up right now. I surround myself with interesting, intelligent, and witty people that I can play off of really well and make the dumbassery comments while they play the straight guy to this stuff. And it's a beautiful balance. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. So thank you, Travis. Yeah. It's kind. Well, it, it's amazing when, hey, here's my channel, here's my show. And then, you know, 
people pop in and they don't even say hello to me, but they're like, Andrea, Ed, Crystal. And it's great. It makes me feel good because like Andrea and possibly Ed also, maybe even you, Crystal. I like being background. I like being the catalyst to other people's attention and greatness. It makes me feel good to help somebody else gain that spotlight and, and shine because now I know they feel good. And I had a hand in making that happen. And it's, it's ice cream for my soul. You know, a little bit of junk food, but it tastes great. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm boring Andrea now. <laughs> no. Like, I started out watching this show as a fan. And my first, my first impression of the show was I just saw Travis practicing harmonica and smoking his pipe and drinking bourbon and writing. And I would put on Talk of the Tavern while I was writing. And it just it it gave me a feeling of not being so isolated. And then I started watching the shows with Andrea and Ed, and I became a fan of Andrea and Ed because, you know, it was just like, man, I I need more people in my life, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think I think that what you were saying, Travis, about attracting cool people to you or whatever like minds tend to gravitate towards each other. Oh, absolutely. So just by having people in your life that you appreciate, that kind of says something about you because people that are cool wanting to be around you means that you must have, you must have something special too. I absolutely do. It's and, and that is a fact. And sometimes it's my personality. Sometimes it's my gift of knowing how the puzzle of personality goes together with me. And I just delight in this. This is why, you know, Right Night, the other podcast and everything, it's bringing the right people together for the right moment. And also something I really love about the people I bring into this, it's very rarely about ego. On occasion, it should be about ego because it's worth stroking that once in a while. But it's very rarely about ego. You guys aren't on here trying to push me out of the spotlight. You're not on here trying to take that, but you can do it naturally, not because you're like, hey, I'm great, but because you're interesting. And well, mm -hmm. I, I'd like to comment on that real quick, interrupt and comment on mm -hmm. that. Sorry, but you know, we, we've had a couple of shows, a few shows in the past where you weren't on, you were in the background, whatever, whatever. It doesn't feel right to me. It's like, this is Travis's show. He needs to be here. You know, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to be on your fucking show without you. What the hell? It's a real friend right there. I'm the hub. Ed, here's you. <laughs> yeah, we'll drink to that. <laughs> we'll drink to that. And I want to, I want to read Marlene's an comment, and then John has a question. So... Marlene says, coming from a science background, I'm rather annoyed how much being a salesperson is tied to success and how even in science mm. that slowly favors who can talk the talk over who actually do the work. Absolutely. Drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. You guys want to comment yeah. on that before I read John's questions here? There's nothing for me to say. I, I agree completely. Yeah. Um, well, it's yeah. something I'm trying learned. to sell yourself in an interview. I can't do it. Well, I've learned at work. I have to point out 
I'm the one sitting at my desk. I'm the one pulling every person to me while other people just, yeah, it's, and I have to point that out. Or in writing, I have to point out, I did a thing. Here's a book that's fun and exciting. But instead, I'm just like, yeah, here's a book. I'm going to write another one. So take a look if you want. I'll be over here doing this thing. And you have <laughs> to be a salesperson at certain, well, you don't have to. It really helps if you are. Yeah, Crystal. I was going to say, I agree and I disagree because I have known salespeople who will say anything to get the sale. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they oversell things. And then the person who gets the thing is just like, this is not what I thought it was going to be, you know, mm -hmm. um, or they oversell themselves. And um, in the industry I'm in right now, ghostwriting, there is an element of you have to sell yourself as hard as you fucking can. Um, you have to say, I didn't get here because I'm mediocre at what I do. Even if you don't believe it about yourself, you kind of have to say, I'm good at this. And uh, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to regret working with me because I will push as hard as I can. Um, on the other side of it, I do agree with you. You can't prom you can't make promises that you can't deliver on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that whole fake it till you make it thing, though, that will push you to new heights. If it's a product that is what it is and you can't change what it is, that's one thing. But if you're like, I can deliver this and you're not 100% sure that you can deliver this. There have been times where I made promises and I was like, oh, my God, I think I bit off more than I can chew. And I fucking delivered twice as much as I thought I could do because I oversold myself. So sometimes, you know, it's it, it's a balance for sure. It's like it's like John said about confidence and narcissism. Mm -hmm. They're so they're so close and there's oh, a balance. Yeah. But sometimes you have to go out on a limb and be like, I can do this. And you surprise yourself. Now, speaking of John, I want to read a couple of comments. And Andrew, we're getting a little feedback loop from you. If you could turn down your speakers just a little bit or your gain. Why, well, hello, Sarah. Author Goddess is in the house. Good to see you. Um, John says, and John, I'm going to read your comment and then bring that question into play here. I'll comment. Crystal's right. Taking makes life easy. I talk good, so it always kind of works out for me. In 20 years of sales... Hold on, things are scrolling. Um, sorry, sound kicking in. Okay, um, scrolling back up. Kind of works out for me. I talk good, so it always kind of works out for me. And 20 years of sales provided everything I have. And the people who oversell things, who push, 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 those are con men, says John. I used to be one. Um, his question, by the way, was... What does Ed and Andrea do? And I asked him what way. Jobs are fun. And he says both, either. So kind of sell yourself now, guys, here. Ed and Andrea, what do you do? Go ahead, Ed. Um, I'm trying to fix my sound. Do I have to remember all of their names or just what do I do? Um, uh, I've worked in the private security field for 30 years. Uh, I was in the military for 13 years before that, active in reserve. What do I do for fun? Hike, camp, kayak, backpack, and hang out with some wonderful people on Monday nights at 8. 
Andrea. Oh. Okay, so my job at the moment, after many years in retail, I am a, I'm the front desk and patient coordinator for a wonderful acupuncture clinic in Richmond. As far as the fun things I do, well, I knit, I garden, I'm learning bagpipes. I do all kinds of things. It just depends on the day. She makes her own lotions and sells <clears throat> her own bath bombs. She is <clears throat> understated and supportive of so many different people. She networks beautifully and effortlessly and doesn't even realize she's doing it. Ed is the same way, you know, with, with that sort of thing. So, uh, Ed yeah. is an undercover hobbit. He cans and does all kinds of cool shit. <laughs> it's true. And Marlene wants a clarification. Marlene, both. Yeah, both. So I the, glamp, and sometimes I just put the backpack on and gone. So, yeah. Yeah, I have gone camping with Ed where we packed everything into kayaks and kayaked to an island. Mm -hmm. And then there's been other times where I've walked up to Ed's thing, and I, I've seen rich people with smaller setups at home, let alone when camping. So, uh, now there was another comment here. Um, John says, walk into a room of strangers, but no one in charge. Speak with authority and confidence. You assume control. It's human nature. Marlene says, depends on the industry. Overselling a book, one thing. Overselling a drug sick, uh, a drug sick people take quite another. So, yeah, it, it does matter if you're selling an entertainment thing that is very much a, a personal preference. It's one thing. Selling your act as a stage performer is one thing. Selling that refrigerator and saying it has a flashlight installed when it doesn't, it's a different thing. And now, that now that I've said I that, see, I now, I've never owned one, but I really assume the downside that the salesperson of the flashlight never talks about is having to clean that thing. It has folds and wrinkles and uh, 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 Chris oh, actually not like it's it's actually not like you would imagine. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh God. Now I'm gonna have to explain. You never really mind. do. I don't, I don't I don't owe you shit. That's another show. <laughs> that is another show. But actually I will fully, that's a product that I'm not selling, but I will fully endorse the Fleshlight. That, that thing is amazing. <laughs> it goes in the dishwasher, says John. I am learning things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can go in the dishwasher. They're actually really easy to clean. It's not that big of a yeah. castle. Or what about the microwave to give it that warm, realistic? <laughs> Use the warm water. <laughs> Wait, do you oh fill them with God. water? Just make sure that... After you put it in the microwave, make sure you don't use it immediately after. <laughs> That's a different show. Totally different show. Write that down. Hot that could be one of our so next shows. I used to run a uh, bed and breakfast. Not a bed and breakfast. That's a wrong. That's the wrong term. I'm I'm a few shots in. You guys, you'll have to bear with me. But I used to run a room and board for. Uh, not necessarily mentally disabled people, but they a lot of them happened to be mentally disabled. Mm -hmm. And so we had a community refrigerator. So the thought of there being a fleshlight in the community fridge just, oh, that's 
That's a scary thought. <laughs> that thing would get so much traffic. I have a story Your name's not on that. about something like that. Um, <laughs> John says, what makes you feel beautiful? Travis says, flashlights. Um, <laughs> in, in my younger years, I guess I was 18. I was renting a room in a house of a guy I worked with, and he had other boarders. Which, by the way, there was one boarder that was definitely like the suave ladies' man, and there was one point in time his girlfriend made out with me in the hallway just to find out if I was gay or straight. Um, but there was another guy. I mean, shit. Who? No, have, that never happens to me. It's it's amazing what being meek and humble. Not to has. mention, gay men will totally make out with with women sometimes. It's uh, no, I was totally straight, but like she was with like this guy who was my friend and I worked with, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think we know but i'm pretty sure he knew what was going on he's like go do that see if that happens what i'm curious but there was another guy who lived in the house who by the way this guy would play self-help tapes turned all the way up to 10 but not just play them but you'd hear like you are good people like you you are good people like you you are good people like you for like five minutes straight. And also his favorite song was It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To. And man, I heard that first with a <laughs> afterwards for months. <laughs> now, there was one time oh, no. this guy woke me up patting me on my belly, like lower belly. And he's like, hey, hey. I'm oh. like, what, what? What do you do in my room? And I'm 18. And he's like, can I suck your dick? And I'm like, no. Was no. this the same friend whose girlfriend made no, out with you in the no, hallway? No, not at all. This is hey, guy, twenty bucks is twenty bucks, man. He didn't offer money. I I don't know if that oh. would have changed anything. Probably wouldn't have. But I'm like, no, no. Get out of my room. And he leaves, and I doze back off, and then I wake up with that hand on my belly again. Please, can I? And I'm like, oh. no, no, get out. He likes you. This was the yeah, same no, guy. Who would watch? He wanted porn. to see how good he was. He would watch porn on the downstairs public TV when nobody was home, jizz on the screen, and then leave it. No, that's just rude. That's just rude. <laughs> just rude. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty accepting when it comes to housemates, but that's just too much. <laughs> so we've got a few minutes left in this episode let's flip back it's a health hazard says sarah you're right and yeah he probably did mm, that's a whole different i don't think i just he... now tried to type in discord on the chat that's not that's for <laughs> so when you guys want to feel good about yourself. One special treat, whether it's an outfit, picking something up, or as Ed mentioned in the beginning, a ritual that you do to perk up your mood and make you feel better about yourself, your life, etc. What do you do? Okay. I got this. Oh, good. <laughs> so, it's when my bra and my panties match. Mine always match. <laughs> that makes you really that's because you don't wear anything yeah so we're but that's my ritual for you know to have like something not every no 
not everybody notices it. Most people don't notice it, but meaning only Travis. <laughs> rephrase that. <laughs> so if the under things match and I have my favorite fragrance, just a squirt of that. Yeah. Hundred percent. That is so freaking true. When I worked at Victoria's Secret, they have something called the spiral effect when it comes to fragrances. And it's when your lotion, your body spray, and your perfume all coordinate. And they are slightly different from each other so that they're all yes. Andrea okay. knows what's up. So what about you, Crystal? Me? Oh. Um let's see. I'm going to, I already talked about the eyelashes and the hair, so I'm going to go with something that's closer to what Andrea said, but not at all at the same time. Um, if I am fully waxed in all the places, and I mean, I wax my arms, bikini line, legs, and especially, and this is really important, the big toe and uh, armpits and everything. If, if I am fully waxed and I'm hairless from the eyebrows down, then I feel like I've got my life together and I can conquer the universe. Ed? There you go. What ritual do I do to ritual, make me feel good about myself? Or maybe buy yourself something or cook a certain meal. Anything you do when you're like, I'm not having a good day. I'm going to do this because it always makes me feel good about myself. No, well, what makes me feel good? Not necessarily about myself. No, and before it has the... to be about yourself. I don't care. <laughs> that morning blowjob. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, but it's more than just me. Um, receiving, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, morning sex. That, that makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on shooting. Before yeah. ammo got so damn expensive. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I have different things for different moods. There's sometimes just organizing a space makes me feel better. It makes me feel in control of my life, makes me feel ready to go and do things. This is similar to the body waxing or the matching underwear. It's in control of my environment where now I feel that. The fragrance is also mm -hmm. deodorant and just a little bit of cologne and then putting on that right shirt an outfit above it to just feel put together. Cooking is another thing for me. There are times I feel bad and I just go in and I make a, a, a good meal or a whole spread or whatever. And that makes me feel better. And recently, ordering pops. <laughs> Funko dumbass pops. Um, and I want to read a couple things. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to read these. I don't know. I'm going to read a few things from chat, then we're going to do the closing stuff, and i got to let the cat out of the executive washroom. Um, Marlene, Marlene says, well, first of all, Sarah says, pretend she doesn't match with Ed when it comes to the undergarments thing. Um, Marlene says, matching underwear was just a thing during undergrad when I'd go out to hook up. Long gone times. And John says the same. <laughs> Sarah also says, I get a pheromone-based smelly smell going on my wrist and body oil. And then mm. John, being John, says, wait, did we cover masturbation at all, or are we just skipping past that? That definitely makes me feel beautiful. There's also a nice fragrance involved. 
I just has to imagine back to that flashlight. When you go to clean it, there is that fragrance involved. <laughs> Let's get a closing toast. Hey, folks, appreciate yourself and treat yourself right. And that's Absolutely. the first step to other people doing it, too. Fuck yeah, dude. And then let's see if Cogsley has any words of wisdom considering how drunk he is tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's see what he said. We're kidding about the alcohol settling on the bottom. I know, right? But you're drinking through a straw. It should all be on the bottom. Those years on the top floated to the bottom. Um, so the key... continuously adding more on. That's it. The quote from Cogsley is, the key to immortality is first living a life worth remembering. Bruce Lee. So, that goes up well. (laughs) Holds up twice, cook breath. Okay, so let's do the wrap-up here, and uh, we'll catch you guys. And, hold on. Sorry, got to throw a comment in there. Um, Let me do the closing music here. And here we go. Let's do that short one here. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately.